0: Hello and welcome to Rewind Cinema, the podcast where we go back in time and randomly select a movie to give our uneducated opinions about. I'm one of your hosts for this episode, my name is Gabe Whitehurst, uh, the other host for the show is somewhere. Matt, do you have me? Matt, are you here? Yeah. Oh, no. you're right there in front of me, you're literally sitting <laughs> next to me at this table. There, there, there he right is. I'm always right next
1: to you. I'm Matt. Um, Hello everyone.
0: This is Matt. Today's a special day, Matt, we have a special guest mm-hmm. on this special day. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting across the table from me is a young man named Roy Parker. Roy, welcome to the show. Thanks thanks for having me. Oh, I uh, feel like that too, uh, uh, speak oh, Roy. that's what I always uh, do
2: on Fresh Air uh, right, with Terry Gross. He's doing uh, thanks, the NPR voice. Thanks, yeah. thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank
1: you. We <coughs> have big, bold voices. Oh, okay. Here, that's good. So yeah. speak yeah. loud. Thanks, guys. Happy <laughs> to be here.
0: Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, so, Roy, you're welcome. Oh, you said happy to be here. I did. Uh, I didn't so say happy to be here. You said you and welcome. I did. Okay, so that made sense. Um, Yeah, so Roy is in town. Roy currently lives in Los Angeles, California. Uh, He moved out there to attend USC, where he got his BFA in screenwriting. Um, I guess during college, your senior-ish year, you started to intern at Team Downey. Correct. Which, if you do not know, is Robert Downey Jr.'s production company. No big. Um, Yeah, no big deal. It's not. (laughs) Uh, Roy then went on to work full-time for them for about four years. He now works at Studio 8 Mm -hmm. as a creative assistant. Uh, Roy has been a lifelong movie fan. He yes. says that he spends more time at Revival Cinemas in L.A. than at his own apartment. Correct. <laughs> Roy has made two feature films, uh, one, uh, two in high school, and then three more since that. Mm-hmm. So, Roy, again, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. Really yeah. excited to be here, guys.
0: Really, really happy to be with you.
2: Happy to have you. Same. same you made the time to trudge across the same. cold,
0: windy streets of New York.
2: I uh, always like being in New York because always makes me feel like I'm actually important. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You are. That'll, that'll you, knock it out of you really quickly
1: when you move <laughs> Good. Here. That's why I only yeah. visit. So. <laughs> <laughs> New
0: York just sucks you in to then just tear you down to nothing and oh, make wow. you realize how insignificant you truly are. Okay. It's not that bad.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I Sounds guess like I have a different view uh,
0: uh, of that. So um, we're reviewing a really special movie today. And we're going to introduce it really quick and then we'll jump into some pre-show banter here. But um, Roy selected for us to watch the 1974 I hesitate to say cult classic. Is it a cult classic? Oh, I would definitely say it's a cult
2: classic. Okay, I didn't want to like say that that was negative.
0: No, it is Uh, the 1974 cult classic directed by Brian De Palma, Phantom of the Paradise.
3: I felt the, oh, the I could see the change was showing. Do Like a child who was always poor, reaching out for more, I could feel the hunger <laughs> growing. As I lost control, I swore I'd sell my soul. How's that trying? Try it again. Phoenix. And again. Phoenix.
0: Okay, Roy. Um, yes. I had a lot of fun watching this movie. I want to ask you a few questions. Please. Uh, f- first, before, about, before we talk about the movie, when, yep. did, when did film and story sort of first come into your consciousness as a kid? When were you aware of of good story and what drew you to it
2: well um <clears throat> i have this father <laughs> <laughs> yes you do yeah. <laughs> um so uh my father who was uh, a professor of both of y'alls yeah he was um yes. at tcu the great, um, the great harry parker the great mm-hmm. dr harry parker so he um from as long as i can remember uh being the theater professor that he is uh always told me that uh, the story is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when I was a kid, I remember he would take me to rehearsals for stuff he was working on or we'd watch a movie or something and he would and he would try and ask me if it was good or bad. And if it was bad, I don't know, he would be mm-hmm. like, that's because the story isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, figuring yeah. that out. <laughs> so that's his fault. Um, but the... F- the fam, the Parker fam, is very theater based with yes. my father and my sister who is a pupil with y'all. Yes. Um and even me. I went to the fine arts school uh for high school in, in Fort Worth, Texas. Waff oh, Waffa. Yeah. Waffa. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I did a lot of theater. But movies always was the thing that drew me. Yeah. Um personally. Um so I mean I remember at the age of four, like watching Aladdin on VHS three times in a row. like Because yes. it's the best. Yeah. Yes. So like movies have always been the thing that just got me excited. I think maybe because we first lived in a really small town in Kansas and like mm-hmm. when we would go to the movies, it was like, we're a not in a small town in Kansas. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Yeah, I just I saw over 200 new movies last year. Like it's just like it's my my thing. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's incredible. So uh, one of the reasons we wanted to have Roy on is because he actually is an educated movie (laughs) watcher. Educated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ugh. Well, I mean, you went. To I do that have a school. degree, but yeah. <laughs> besides
1: that, see, you you spurned us at TCU. And went to USC. Yeah, the the better film oh, school. Whatever. <laughs>
2: no, I, I met with Richard Allen at TCU, and he and I told him I got into USC, and he was like, "Well, then the meeting's yeah. over." <laughs> oh, obviously. Yeah. Oh,
1: never
0: mind. Uh You can go home now.
1: <laughs> if that's what you want to do, then you have to go to USC. Well, no, like, you don't have to go to USC, but it's better than where we went for film. Well, for yeah. film,
0: yeah, yeah. So I. I think, Matt, you and I are making up some ground here. This is the second uh, educated guest we've had on our show. (laughs) So so we always emphasize how uneducated we are when it comes to movies. So I think by having guests on whose brains are the size of small planets when it comes to movies, (laughs) uh, we can make up for that soon.
2: You're doing another thing that my dad always told me, which is that in relationship, you should date up, which I think all three of us have successfully done. I oh, yeah. <laughs> I, agree. Yes. I would agree. Yeah. So guest guessed up. You know, that's good. that's yeah, good.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. One hundred percent on the dating up thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So why are you in New York? You seeing some shows? Literally
2: here to see two shows today and then fly back tomorrow. That's it. Nice. That's why I'm here. OK, what are you seeing? So to, at two, seeing Come From Away. Mm. And then I ate seeing Mr. Hall in Sunday in the Park. Ah, uh, yeah. Are you, a, are you a fan of? So Jake? Sunday is actually my buddy who's with me, who's still asleep right now. Um, he he was like, I have to go see Sunday in the Park. It's my favorite thing of all time. I, right. I have wow. to go see Jake, and mm. it is actually the big blind spot that I have. I've I've. As big of a Sondheim freak as I am, it's the right. one I've never really dived into. Mm-hmm. And so when he was like, "Do you want to go?" I was like, "Yeah," because it'll be new for me. Yeah, um, that's awesome. So I'm really excited to go and then come out with my head just on my lap. So you've, <laughs> you've never
0: watched the old recording on YouTube? I haven't, Mandy Patinkin. I
2: haven't. Um, I've seen the Into the Woods one, but yeah. the Sunday one, I just I never I never got to it. So yeah. this will be
0: this will be great. Uh, cool, man. I'm excited. Is, it, is it like a concert production or is it a full fledged?
1: I think it's a full. That's yeah, a full production. show. I saw yeah. a
0: picture of him like wearing a just a normal, very modern suit, sitting in a chair, and it looked like a reading type of a thing. But I don't know if
1: it's a maybe they're modernizing maybe, it. Maybe it is. Maybe yeah. it's a little modern. Yeah, I
0: don't yeah. Know. maybe I don't know. Excited. It looked like a rehearsal. But, yeah. Um. Cool. We we got to see Kevin Klein the other night. We did. Yeah. Uh, How was and that? And and Kobe Smolders. Yeah. yeah. Kobe. <laughs> interesting name.
1: I always liked. Kevin Klein was incredible. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. Amazing. He's in Present Laughter on Broadway yes, right now. Yes. Yeah. And he is.
2: He was so. He's good. the best thing in Beauty and the Beast. So, um, yeah, true. we saw Beauty and the Beast the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's good. the best thing in that. So, yeah.
0: I still prefer the I don't animated know if Beauty
2: and the Beast. Well, was would Good, I would agree. I would agree. It right. So, it was okay. Right. But Kevin Kline, yeah, <laughs> Kevin Kline was
1: great. <laughs> we'll yeah. watch him sing with a little music box. That's I'd fine. I'd Watch him paint a room. I'd watch Kevin Kline do anything. Agreed. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just to listen to him talk about painting a room and yeah, he yes. he had a lot of good physical stuff in this play. Like I, I didn't expect him to be physical. Was he's awesome. Just, he's getting mm-hmm. older, but it was really good. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so a question about Phantom of the Paradise. Please, anything. What is your relationship to this movie? How did you hear about it? Yeah. When did you first see it? Yeah. What do you love about it?
2: I saw it way too young. Um, <laughs> okay. And it's actually, ironically, it's actually my mother's fault of mm. all people.
0: Yeah. Um, Karen. Karen,
2: <laughs> um, the great Karen. So she, when I was a kid, the movies that I really, really loved that were sort of out of the like 90s childhood were the universal monster movies. <clears throat> so okay. Frankenstein, and Dracula, and the Wolfman, and all that stuff. That was what I really, really loved more than anything in the world. I had all these books about it. I just liked, I liked Halloween. Like all these monster things it was cool. what I really, really liked. And I remember we came home from something one day And we were looking for something to watch on TV and she was looking in the physical TV guide and she was like, oh, Phantom of the Paradise started like 15 minutes ago. And she looked at me and I remember going, I think you'd like that. (laughs) So she turns it on. I have no idea what it is. I'm maybe eight. Yeah. And again, we missed the first 15 minutes, but uh, I just remember watching it being like, what is this? Wow. And it was one of those things that like kind of stayed with me. And then when we moved to Texas which I had a very hard time with at the age of 11. Sure. Mm-hmm. My parents took me to the movie trading company on Hewlin. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um To make up for the fact that Throw we moved. Um, <laughs> and Which I, doesn't exist anymore, right? No, it still does. Really? I
0: went there not too long ago. <laughs> oh, I thought they went out of business. Nope, I thought there. they blockbustered a while Thank ago. Thank God for no,
2: physical media. Um, yeah. But we went there, and I went, and I found a VHS, a found of the Paradise, wow. at the age of 11. Jeez, and in I Texas. In Texas, yeah. and, I went up and I went up to the counter, and the guy looked at me, and he was like, any other classics that you're going to buy today? <laughs> I was like, nope, yeah. just that.
0: <laughs> Thus started your film career. And then
2: it became like a thing with all of my friends. We're like, if at a certain point, if you're going to be my friend, <laughs> I'm going to show you Phantom of the Paradise. Wow. And you're going to figure out if you're going to still be my right. friend or so not. So
0: I wanted to ask you, how many people have you forced to watch this movie? <laughs> Countless. Just yeah. Every girl you've ever dated Correct. has got to be on the list. Every friend. Every, Correct. That's, that's great. It
1: is It is like a ritual. Deep connection. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, there are worse movies. There's a kid just raging outside of my apartment right oh, now. Oh yeah, you know. it's um, our other special yes. <laughs> he just watched
0: *Fan uh, of the Paradise*. He's so excited he to is. talk about it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't remember. I guess there are worse movies you could have watched as as a kid. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Think this one yeah. was PG-13. It's, it was. In, it's you know. technically PG. But oh yes. yeah, that's true. I did it's see that. I was like, <laughs> PG. Wow. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, I, I can. But I can 100% see. As a child, if I had saw this movie, I think yeah. I would have liked it too. It's yeah. just so fantastical and so, so so much going on. Special, yeah, yeah. and and, and it's, it's and it's not. I don't know. It's not violent or gore. I mean, it has some. seventy four ish. I mean, the red looks like ketchup. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it does. It's, it's very, a very bright red yeah. blood. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but yeah, it's very operatic. It's totally and as a kid, you can totally understand what's going on. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. it, it and it, it, it does
0: make an imprint yeah. on yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Okay, well, let's jump into talking about it.
1: Yeah, so directed by Brian De Palma, who is famous, renowned for Carrie and Scarface, Mission Impossible. I mean, he's worked on a ton of stuff. Black Dahlia, which I didn't see. I mean, he has like 40, 45 credits. So, I mean, he's been working for a long time. This was... I've seen all of those, and this was my favorite of those, honestly. Mm. I mean, people are probably going to say Scarface is the best, but I enjoyed this one more than those. Okay. There's a great Personally. documentary
2: about him that came out last year. Really? Just called
1: De Palma, that's directed by
2: Noah Baumbach and Jake Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's literally just Brian De Palma sitting in a chair answering questions for an hour and a half. And it's <laughs> fascinating. Yeah, right. I bet.
1: Right. He goes through his whole career. Yeah. Worth a watch. Cool. Okay. A24 put it out. Recommended. <laughs> yeah. I'll check it out. Um, Paul Williams is in this movie. Who's a prolific songwriter? Yes. So many Genius. songs. Nominated for five Oscars. He won one for um, the the Barbra Streisand movie Evergreen. Evergreen. The song Evergreen from uh, yeah. Star is born. Okay, yeah. there we go. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's been writing for so long. He wrote for the Muppets for a long time. Yes, he did. So he's just
0: he's still working, right? I feel like he yeah. just he is. He's actually I can't remember what it's called, but he's the
2: president of like the songwriter union now. Yeah. So oh, he wow. like he, he, most of his day is like advocating for like.
0: Artists to get paid,
2: yeah, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh,
0: I'll I'll say, uh, for me, probably, probably the most important thing he's ever done is uh, voicing the penguin. In the Batman animated in series, Batman the animated series. Yes. So uh, that's what I. Oh, that's my <laughs> love for and
2: him. And perfect casting, right? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. He wrote for like Three Dog Night, and he wrote for the Carpenters, and he wrote for. um Oh, you can really hear that. Oh yes yeah. in this movie. Yes. Yeah,
1: the the music in this movie is fantastic. I've actually been listening to it just so great since then, since I've watched it on yeah. Thursday yeah. or whenever. Yeah. But ready.
0: he, so he's also an actor. Yeah, Batman. Who's in Planet of the Apes? Planet of the Apes. He was. In um, Apes. He, he, was in... he won an award for he was in a wheelchair and in a movie. I forgot. Oh my gosh. No idea. Um, now I'm blanking. But he, he won something. I know Planet of the
2: Apes and Smoking the Bandit, he was in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um and there's all and another documentary. There's a great documentary about him that came out maybe five, six years ago. Called okay. Paul Williams Still Alive, which is about a guy <laughs> who's <laughs> a fan who was like, <laughs> I always was so sad that Paul Williams had died way too young. And he's he like, <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god, he's still alive. <laughs> That's and he made hilarious. this documentary about like what Paul Williams is doing now. Wow. And it's fascinating oh my gosh definitely check that out too yeah
0: that's kind of insulting to paul williams like (laughs) i'm I'm working actively right now still in hollywood songwriters um, don't
1: get the respect that uh, actors get they don't (laughs) um i mean there are actors in this movie that that have had long careers Mm -hmm. to me i didn't really pick out anything that they've done that you know was important to me so Mm -hmm. if you guys want to talk about any of the actors in the movie that did something that you've resonated with or i mean like I said, they've all had long careers, but right. they're all kind of bit. bit well, parts more here and there. Bill Finley yeah. who
2: plays Winslow in the Phantom. He. The only thing I have ever, ever seen him was another De Palma movie called The Fury, which yeah. is another horror movie they did before. Um, that is a very weird movie that yeah. my parents showed me as well. <laughs> um, and I
0: think he had a bit part in The Black Dahlia too. Oh, probably. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think it was like.
2: And that. then Jessica Harper. Most people. This was her first movie, mm-hmm. and most people probably know her from Suspiria. Which is like a big Italian horror movie cult classic. Okay. That, like, Mm -hmm. seriously, like, in LA, that movie is everywhere. Oh, really? And it's very pretty. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not a huge fan, but it's very pretty. And that is, and they're actually remaking that movie right now um, with um, Tilda Swinton. Oh, Ooh, uh-huh. okay. Um, from the director of A Bigger, well, Bigger Splash. Be careful, stuff. they'll kick you out of L.A. It's true. If you don't like it. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's pretty. But yeah, Jessica Harper. She did that, um, and that's probably her most known for thing. But this was her first movie.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. She plays Phoenix, Phoenix. in this film. Yes, and she's good. Yeah, yeah. she's good. Yeah. I like her voice. She I, can dance. I saw some people who were like, "Oh, if you." Got to deal with Jessica Harper's voice, and I thought it was great. I was She's like a really
2: about. like sexy baritone like female yeah. Yeah, voice,
0: yeah. and
1: it's kind of awesome. It matches yeah. the style really well. Totally, I yeah, thought it was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, So there are no other actors. Just some trivia. the The bomb scene we'll talk about later, obviously, was an homage to an Orson Welles movie, Touch of Evil, oh, which okay. I went back mm-hmm. and watched today. Not the whole movie, but I watched that scene, and they obviously took it more seriously in the Orson Welles version. But it was a cool little. Piece of cinema that he did, he <clears throat> shoved in there. It's also
2: a diploma trademark to do things in split screen. He does that yeah. in a lot of movies. Um, the other trademark he has is the shot. It always has a 360 shot mm-hmm. in yes. the movie. So the, when we first meet Winslow and he's playing yes. the piano, that 360 shot, Yeah, that's a diploma trademark. Very Which, I,
0: which I planned on talking about that scene. It's like, I don't know, five minutes long of just yeah. that. But, yeah, it, but awesome. it was just it's so awesome. fun Works. to watch. It was yeah. really cool.
1: Um, and the other thing I wrote down was the death records cover up because mm-hmm. it was originally Swan Song. Swan Song. Um, but Led Zeppelin apparently was not having that because I think their record label was called Swan mm-hmm. something. I they don't had know a what,
2: song called Swan Song. I can't yeah. exactly
1: remember. But yes. But they were just worried about Led Zeppelin coming after them, yes. so they just superimposed. That's yeah, why it I looks really that. weird. It looks weird. <laughs> they, well,
0: they only did it one time. No, there's like, there's two times, yeah. and if there's
2: oh. other times too where it still says Swan Song in the yeah. movie. After you've seen it as many times yeah, as I have. Yeah, right, end, right. That You start looking for that. You're like, oh,
0: shit, there's yeah. one. Star. It's pretty yeah. fleeting, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah. was definitely glaring when they introduced beef. Yes. Um, yeah, Like, bad, superimposed yes. seven, 1974 yeah. image. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, I was like, what
2: on Which earth? Yeah. oddly
1: charming. It, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, is. Totally. The other
2: time is when they, they're they throwing Winslow out of the building. And on the back, on the building, you can see it's oh, been superimposed, okay. too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, those are the
1: two times I can really tell. Yeah. Okay, cool. Any other fun things you wrote down? Or any fun trivia you know about the movie? No, I, I, I'm i good. I'm just it's one of the rare
2: De Palma movies that he wrote. Yeah. He was not a big writer. He always liked working with other writers, but it's like, so that's one of the reasons actually why I like it a lot, because it really feels like it's from his vein. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Written yeah. and directed by Brian De Palma. Yeah. It's just like, and when you think of Brian De Palma, again, you think of Scarface, you think of Carrie, you think of these very like gruesome, dark things. Yeah. And this definitely has that, but like, it's just like, oh no, he wrote a musical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very Okay, cool. Tender, the cantata. Exactly. <laughs> the tender cantata. Exactly.
1: So. All cool. right, cool. Well, we'll just go ahead and jump into the movie now. We'll we'll walk through it and then uh, stop on anything you think is important. Anything you want to talk about further, and uh, we'll go. So, Rad. the opening scene uh, is like a sequence of a, a narrator just talking about an artist named Swan, uh, and he was basically responsible for all of the musical revolutions for the past thirty or forty years mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Um, and his band, the Juicy Fruits, uh, which is like he's not in the band, but they're of him. Mm-hmm. They're of, like, they work for him. They're under like his the lenders, and he's like Mr. White. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yes. So, um, and now he wants to create the ultimate band and rock house. Right. Which we'll get to later. Um, the Juicy Fruits sing a song. Uh, it reminds me of Greece. There was apparently a wave of this imitation of the 50s and the 70s, which is really <laughs> weird. So they would. Bands would come together and write these weird songs, and it sounds like it could have been in Greece. Yeah, it is so good, such a good song, and the- it's
2: actually probably my favorite song in the
1: movie. Really, the opening song? Oh I yeah, I think
0: it's mine too.
1: It's yeah, that yeah. and another one, but like this it's a good story song. It's got
2: such a good beat, and it mm-hmm. starts the movie really well. Yeah,
0: yeah, the opening of that movie was so great. Like, I, it just made me immediately happy, and excited. You it's know, very like when, leader of the pack. Yeah, the just song, when you see, yeah, yeah, it mm-hmm. was just really, really. Really cool.
2: And dark. It's a song about (laughs) suicide. Yeah. (laughs) But it's just like, oh, I can snap my fingers.
1: Well, it's a song about an artist who his uh, sister is sick and he wants to become an overnight sensation so he can pay for her bills. And he does. But then the pressure gets to him and he kills himself. Basically. Um, Which is... Loosely related to what happens, mm-hmm. um, I think the next song that plays is more the story mm-hmm. of the so- of the movie. But um, yeah, it was a really good scene, and so they finish their song and like they assault some audience members, and <laughs> it, it ends kind of strangely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, there's Philbin, who is kind of the lackey of Swan, and he's talking to the camera and he talks about a musician named Annette that broke her contract to um to Swan but you can't really see Swan he's off camera. Um and then Philbin just basically says that like he wants to break her cuz she broke the contract and Swan says she's not worth it. Yeah. Um which I guess was just explaining that um now they have an opening an open position that they're trying to fill. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if it really had much more to the story. I think it, I think it, it... It solidifies,
2: or it's not solid, but it introduces the idea of who Swan is. Like yeah. He's so uninterested in the past yeah. and this thing that mm-hmm. he was already a part of. He's already trying to think about tomorrow. Yeah. And the way that, that scene is shot with just seeing Swan's gloves, so it's yeah. not a proper introduction to him yet. So he's just this ominous presence. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Philbin can introduce him as just the... the you know, suck up lackey and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You um, just you just hear his great penguin voice. Oh, and you yeah see his maniacal white gloves. And oh, it's awesome. It's so yeah.
2: great. It's, it's a cool. Great shot. It's cool because we get like two real intros to Swan. Because his other his full entrance yeah. is also very epic. Yeah. But yeah. that was so great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So um Winslow Leach breaks into the uh dance floor essentially Mm -hmm. where the juicy fruits just came off of uh and his piano is pushed on there and he starts playing his song um which i don't remember the name of i think it's it's called faust Faust. Faust. yeah Yeah. it's called faust um and and like i said earlier it's basically the movie yeah so you know he says um i would give my soul for one love who would Mm -hmm. sing my song Mm -hmm. um so that kind of explains where we're going um it's beautiful it's such a fantastic song that's my favorite song in the movie uh, it's that faust and the first two songs of the movie are my two favorites it's beautiful (laughs) Uh
0: Do you like Paul Williams' version of it or his version? I like better? I like Winslow's version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um
2: Paul's like is fine, um, but it's a, that was a little too like studio y. Yes, yeah. But very. like the him at the piano just singing. It's got that such song. character oh, to his voice. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Very, very interesting. That's voice. actually and that's actually not Bill Finley singing. Oh, is it not? No, okay. no, it's not. I think, I can't remember who it is, but it is someone dubbing for him. But oh. the way that he performs it in yeah. the movie is so, like... It's very convincing. Very convincing. And it sounds like it could come from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he has that Allison Janney, like, hairstyle, but, like, he, <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, he right. really can just, like, it really, like, sells it. It's great. Yeah, yeah.
0: The the one complaint I think I have, I mean, there might be others, but just the glaring thing to me about films from, this like, you know, 30, 40 years ago mm-hmm. is just the trouble they had with dubbing. It's just so bad. It's so I know that it's charming and all that. And it it's hasn't great, gotten better being the beast. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Oh my gosh. But it's so annoying to watch when it's someone is acting their heart out yeah. and it just doesn't yeah. line up and it's yeah. so hard to I to
1: thought watch. like I said, I thought this was pretty convincing. I, thought, yeah, I think it there is there are some other parts oh, in the movie man, where it know. wasn't, but I thought this R- was pretty Rewatch
0: good. it. I feel like it'll <laughs> it'll glare at you in the face. But um so
1: the mysterious figure Swan uh is basically explaining that he wants to open this place called The Paradise, which is a new music venue. And that's his, it's not a song, it's not a wave of music, his next thing is a venue, a music venue. Right. Which, another fun fact I forgot to write down, they actually filmed those scenes in The Majestic in Dallas. Yes, they did. Which I saw Gillian Welch there, so I was like, wow. It's a cool wow. little connection there. Yeah. Because yeah. cool. I don't know where they filmed the rest of it. I have no idea. Yeah, but no a um, little neat little yeah. trivia there. Um, so Philbin finds Winslow backstage and says that Swan wants to sign him to his label. And he asks him for a few songs, but Winslow basically says, like, it's a cantata, it's two to three hundred pages, and it's not finished yet, so I can't give you any of it, because I don't have individual songs that I can give you. Um, and he explains that the cantata is about Faust, which this movie is like an amalgamation of Faust and Phantom of the Opera, Correct. and there's also some Frankenstein thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Lots of influences. Um, and then the interesting thing about faust is that the musician sold his soul to mephistopheles who's the devil in the in the novel for uh, he's not a musician in the, in the in the play or the book but he um a magician right yes yeah, yeah so he sells for unlimited knowledge essentially worldly knowledge um so it's you know Parallel to it's this a great joke too, where he's like, "It's about Faust," and Philbin's yeah. like, "What label is he on?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Philbin yeah, yeah. yeah. has
0: no idea. Yeah, no. and Philbin's <laughs> Felben... he's like, "He's a German magician who sold the song." Philbin's <laughs> like, like, "Just give me the song." Yeah, <laughs> like, the kid, whatever, whatever. Two or three up numbers. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Up numbers. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he, and then, and then Philbin says the juicy fruits can sing some songs, and Winslow says those <laughs> grease balls will never <laughs> sing my music. Yes. Nobody can sing it but me. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes. And that's
2: the first time you see that that temper come out, yeah. which is what like throws him. Yes. passion. He's very Harvey Denton that way. Yeah, yeah. Right? yes, that's where, a very where he point. like goes
0: crazy, and then uh-huh. he just is in the crazy later, yeah. and then eventually physically ends up like Harvey exactly as well. yes. yeah yeah yeah
1: um, but he's just he's a passionate guy this is his baby yeah he wants to sing it yeah but Swan doesn't want it that well mm-hmm. so um, I think it's at this point where he does he give him some music, or does it imply that he gives him some? He music? He gives him some music. Okay, yeah.
2: And then we like cut to like th- yeah, like six months later. Yeah, no, it's a month later. It's one month. It's later. a month later at this and point. And then like he hasn't heard anything. Right. Yeah. So he shows so he up. Goes at death to records. death records. Yeah. <laughs> obviously.
1: Which is this? Um, they did a very good job of making it feel like a like a government agency totally. almost. It was like yeah. a black hallway with yeah. just records on the wall, and it was in this huge building,
0: giant staircase with all these women on it rehearsing. To yeah. Audition, right.
1: Uh, that's that's later. Right. Later. Yeah. But still. But it still isn't like the same jumped. building. No. Oh, no. Okay. It jumps to okay. a month later where he's going into Death Records headquarters. Oh. Oh. This is when the yeah. the, the woman
0: is at the receptionist at the yes. desk and she yeah. pulls out the thing and checks Which his name. Which is the yes. greatest
2: joke ever. Yeah. If you look at all those names, it's like Bette Midler. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? All those, those names love. are real yeah.
1: people, and they all say don't. Don't let in. Oh, yeah. Go back and look
2: at that. It's all. It's so funny. I didn't even see that. Well,
1: Bette Midler didn't she audition for the role of Phoenix, or (laughs) yeah, she was considered for it or something. I don't know. Um, But anyway, yeah, it says do not see. So Swan sees that, and uh, he gets kicked out of the building by a guard that comes out, and then he just essentially waits for Swan to leave that night in a taxi or uh, in his private chauffeur and then he hops in a taxi go to says, the swanage. follow that car Follows the Swanage, him home. The, swanage. Yes. the Swanage which is this giant yeah.
0: mansion of a place uh, this is when I was like oh okay this is like Rocky Horror he's got a weird house he walks <laughs> in because right when he opens the door there's all this very odd like music ha- these yes. women are singing and cackling and it sounds really it sounds very weird very yeah. very yeah. bad and, and I was like oh okay here we go here's another <laughs> stupid glam rock musical from the 70s right. I'm not a big fan of Rocky Horror right um but then I was like, no, 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 we're fine. It's yeah. part of the story. Okay. Mm-hmm. So all these women are at Swan's Mansion yeah. and they're in the hallway waiting to be seen to audition mm-hmm. for uh, the next big star. And they are singing Winslow's Faust. M- yeah. music. Yeah. yeah Faust.
1: Um, and, and this is where Winslow meets Phoenix for the first time and falls in love essentially and realizes this is the woman who can sing his song, like yeah. he talking about earlier, which is kind of the beginning to Phantom, right? When, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? The Phantom. What's his name before he becomes the Phantom? <clears throat> his name is just the Phantom. He doesn't oh, know I thought he had a, a name his before. His name is Eric. Eric. Oh, like, yeah, he yeah. meets Chris, that. He meets yeah. Christine when they're kids or whatever. They say that in the show. Um, yeah, his name is Eric. Oh My gosh, you just saw this. Two
0: I know, but I don't ago. remember them saying his name was Eric. <laughs> I was like I a little know. boy or something. A little. Maybe you were getting boy? some Twizzlers. Probably <laughs> overpriced theater Twizzlers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this is yeah. This is where he meets her and and he falls in love with her. Um. And then. He also learns that Swan is auditioning women for his cantata. So the music that he gave to Philbin, they're now using to audition all these women. And then he also learns that they're opening the Paradise, which is a music venue. So he's all excited because he thinks that, oh, cool, they're using my music. So now I can get in there and then I can be, you know, I can make sure that Phoenix gets to sing or whatever. Um, But that's definitely not the way that it goes down. (laughs) So Phoenix goes into audition, which actually happens to be a casting couch with Philbin. Um, and the way
2: that sequence is shot is so awesome, yeah. right? Because she, they get taken in, and the camera's following them, and the doors open, and you got that great, like, crazy mm-hmm. score behind you, mm-hmm. yes. And you just see Philbin throw a girl off the couch and throw Phoenix down, and the doors close, and the camera's pulling, and the camera never stops moving. Mm-hmm. So it, it's so discombobulating, yeah. yeah. And you see just enough to know exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. But from Winslow's point of view, he like but his ear to the real. He doesn't know what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's it's done in such a way that like is totally like I, I'm that that shot always impresses me.
0: Yeah, yeah. He throws on the couch, gets on top of her. There's all these other women sort of around Philbin mm-hmm. and uh, and Phoenix is screaming. But before we continue, I just I had a funny yes. moment that I wanted to note. If you just <laughs> step back for two seconds, yeah. So. yeah. When Winslow is on the stairs and he meets Phoenix for the first time and he hears her singing, he likes it. They have a sweet little moment where they sing the song together, mm-hmm. basically, and he introduces himself as a songwriter, but the, there's this really funny, awkward moment. She asks him to help her, mm-hmm. and he's like, of course, I'd love to help you. And then they, they, hu- hug. they hug each other on the <laughs> stairs, and it's like they just met, and it's the most <laughs> intimate hug, and there's this really like sort of funny, sweet, like romantic music playing, and then mm-hmm. it just gets cut off really quick when it's... I don't know. I just thought that was really awkward. They're like just yeah. this very tight hug of strangers and it was just the weird it was just weird. They focused on it for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Maybe went, not 30. They wanted to plant the seed. Yes, you know? exactly. This yeah. is an important relationship. It was just it was just funny. They it were was like funny. they just met and now they're yeah. in love.
1: So Phoenix uh runs out of the room. She's upset. She says I thought this was an audition, not a casting couch or whatever. And then um Winslow is confronted by the bouncers that come out yeah. and uh and then he says is there a department store around here? Yep. Which is so clever because of the next scene, and it's like it's such a small thing. Yes. Um. But and the
2: next scene is probably the most seventies, and this oh yeah. is saying something. This it's probably the most seventies thing about the movie. The yeah. next scene.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, do you want to talk about it? You seem very passionate about yes. this well, scene. Well,
2: just because I remember at the at the ten, age of eight, the scene had to like... <laughs> yeah. It was just yeah. like, wow, <laughs> a lot of ideas are introduced in this yeah. one scene. So we go to this room where some of the women that we were introduced before mm-hmm. are all scantily clad on this big, giant, circular bed. And mm-hmm. they're all like... Rolling around and the music's very groovy. Mm-hmm. And one of them's like, "When do? When does Swan? When do we get an audition?" And they're mm-hmm. like, "You're auditioning right now." <laughs> He's the watching. You, watch. yeah. what did they? Watching. Was he watching? He likes us watching doing each other. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> wow, it's a lot, a lot
0: happening. <laughs> um, Which I didn't. It's so random. I was like, "Is this a dream sequence? I know. What is happening?" I know. And then continues. Does, does Swan like blondes? I like blondes. Wow,
2: it's just like a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um. Again, at eight, that that made an impression. Um. <laughs> yeah. So so the, it, that that scene goes on, and then it leads up to the big reveal of finally we see Paul Williams as Swan with yeah. the door opening and the smoke coming out, uh-huh. and then. Uh, the big thing is is he looks down and there's Winslow and Drag. Yeah. And again with the Alan Jenny hair, so that helps. Yeah. yeah. But there's Winslow and Drag. He got in somehow with all the other girls and he looks right up at him and he says, Hey I'm Winslow Leach, remember yeah. me? I wrote <laughs> yeah. top. And then so Swan dopey. has one of the best oh, lines, yeah. like oh. first lines for him to say, I was just it. get this fag out of here." Yeah, get this fag outta outta it's here. just like the most Berry 1974 yeah. <laughs> thing. <laughs> it th- oh, has man. not aged very well, but like yeah. it's so of its time that yes. it's like yeah. kind of, and it totally like encompasses who he is, yeah, as a character in that one moment, exactly. Um, and then uh, I
0: laughed. I think it just took me aback. I was just like, "I thought it was great." And I know so it's I was just 70s. like, "Oh my yeah. gosh!"
2: <laughs> um, it's yeah. always the moment where I turn to whoever I'm showing sure and being like, "Are you still in? You <laughs> still <laughs> good? You still
1: good? Okay." I think uh, I think that's I think they say it one or two times. but I think that's. <laughs> they don't even really cuss in this movie. It's no, pretty. That's
2: that's like the one big one. Yeah. 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 yeah, which
1: in this in 1974 apparently fag was PG right because yes. kids you know kids were allowed to watch go. it. So yeah yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, that confused me because I saw him in drag and I guess I didn't notice it at first. So I was like, how did he get there? Yeah. And then I went back yeah. and said, oh, I our department the store. Department and he store, ran yeah. out and got clothes and came back.
0: Okay, see, I didn't even catch that. Because yeah. Yeah. The, the next scene, basically, he gets kicked out right. and he's he's beaten up really, really badly. Really bad. And mm-hmm. two cops find him sort of like outside, face down in a flower bed. Right. and mm. And they wake him up. And so I thought he had just gotten thrown out initially, mm. beaten up. Mm. And like dreamed about, oh, just just oh, because yeah. with all the women, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. is this is this ha- is this real? Sure. And the, and then the smoke when Paul yeah, Williams yeah. comes out. So, but it's just very seventies. really yeah, that, it that's it. It's <laughs> just it's it very, is. very yeah. psychedelic.
1: So he gets thrown out. He gets beat up pretty badly. Um, and then two cops find them and they plant smack, yes, which is heroin. Smack, yeah, smack, which is heroin on him. It, it's a pretty conniving scene. It's like it I guess. The Swan has the yeah. local police force under yep. his yes. wing.
2: And the and from that scene through the next like three or four scenes is again, and this is saying something, it's probably the weirdest sequence in the movie. Yeah. Because we go from there, and then we go to and we'll get to with then we go to yeah. the, the courtroom for a second, and then we go to Sing Sing, and yes. then we go to like a uh-huh. factory. And it's just like those five minutes, there's so much happening. Yeah. Um, that it's almost and the music is so weird. But
1: it's, it's explained so well. It totally yeah. is.
2: But it's also it's also it also feels so separate from the rest of the movie. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> Brian's just like, We gotta get through the rest of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gotta get him to be the fam. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Well they <laughs> do a
1: lot of like uh, FPS tricks, like speeding things up, yes. making it look it's yes. really strange yeah. looking. But essentially this the sequence is he goes to court, he's found guilty, he goes to um sing. sing. Sing Sing which is a prison mm-hmm. or a mental facility I guess I, mean, it's, I think it's, a, prison. it's, it's, is it a, it's prison? a famous prison yeah, yeah. which oh, okay. I always
0: feel like is like the funny prison you revert to in movies like yeah. send them to Sing Sing yeah, I guess yeah. I'm thinking of the producers, the producers but- yeah yeah yeah,
1: um, but he's told that he's going to be a volunteer and have his teeth pulled. Um, oh, it's just such a great oh idea too yeah. to set yeah. up that he can't
2: talk. Yeah, oh, but so ta-
0: but you can't just say he's a volunteer and has his teeth. Well, there's a reason they. He's do it, told for, he's a volunteer, like for yeah, a new program. He and, has to work in a factory.
2: Teeth are a source of infection. Yeah, it's better to be on the safe side. There we yes. go.
1: Even though the guy has teeth, who's explaining <laughs> yeah. that, but. Um, but then he's, he works on an assembly line now, and he's assembling... And this, um, is,
2: this is a couple months later, too.
1: Six months later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's assembling... Um, Tiddlywinks. Yes. Yeah. Tiddlywinks. Like, like, is it a board game? What yeah, is it? it's like toys. Yeah, toys. an old, toys? It's an old yeah.
0: toy game. Thing yeah. That but
1: they, they play Juicy Fruits 24-7 right. on the speakers. And it so drives some crazy. After six months, and... and <laughs> The, the the picture of him there's there's great imagery in this yeah. movie which yeah. is one of the reasons i loved it so much but he he's on the assembly line and he hears the juicy fruits on the radio and then it kind of it zooms in mm-hmm. from where it's at and he just smiles the smile with those, those filaments that he has the yeah. silver teeth mm-hmm. and he has like his hair is all messed up it, they cut all his yeah. hair and he has a baseball cap on he's just like yeah, he, he looks nuts yeah and so he goes insane and yeah, he, he beats yeah. the guard <laughs> to
2: death with a radio yes. yeah basically. and then the craziest thing in the movie is he jumps in a box jumps in a box <laughs> and ships himself back to New York <laughs> which yeah. is so
0: funny because he's <laughs> running away he like awkwardly gets in this box and goes down a conveyor belt and there's men right behind him and yeah. then it cuts to him
1: being dropped off dropped in, yeah. in a box out, box out of a
0: truck so somehow he evaded them it's, and, and so, got, great. it's if, so great because if
1: this movie didn't if this movie didn't not take itself seriously right. how do I say that no no yeah didn't didn't, 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 didn't I'm following I'm following did not take itself seriously Um I would I would have hated that but yeah. the fact that this movie is so out there yes. and it knows it is I was just like that's so great it's so yeah, great. Such a great I thought way. it was very funny <laughs> <laughs> um So this is where he goes back to death records. records, Destroys it. Trashes the place, throws vinyls, throws their gold records off the wall. um, And he finds the vinyl press, um, which if you don't know what a vinyl press is, they essentially put vinyls into these holes and it uses heat to press the logo onto the vinyl. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... He has dynamite. Apparently, yeah. he's going to blow, blow up the blow vinyl of the record factory. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and so somebody um, stops him. A cop comes in and stops him, and then he gets startled, and he actually gets caught in the vinyl press, and it starts pressing, and it presses his face. And it burns out of his face. Burns his face. Yeah. Really brutal. Really bad. Another fun fact about that thing is yeah. that it was a modified vinyl press, oh. and um, so it was real, and the the... The Pushing action was real, and apparently, when they were filming, it didn't stop. And <laughs> oh so, God. the screaming is real because it's him, his head getting pressed, it stopped short, so it didn't crush his head or anything.
0: Well, you could tell it was lined with thick black foam, though, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it was supposed to not, but yeah, I could just still, still see. pressure. Oh, it's still, yeah, still pressure, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So, the screams are his, those are real screams. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: kind of got me too when he got his, like, he, he moves his arm down, and his thing gets caught on the yeah. lever, and mm-hmm. and I. I mean, I knew something was going to happen to him physically, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was just great that it was a record press. I thought yeah. it was just a genius. But yeah, it, it, it's kind of creepy, kind of scary. Like oh, he, it is. He's caught, and he's freaking out, and yeah, it was good. And then he
2: like, and then he stumbles out, like bleeding from yeah. out of his oh, face, man. and it's very sad, and it's creepy looking, it's and then brutal. And then yeah. he jumps into the river, yeah. and then he's just <laughs> a little footnote in the paper, the next exactly, day. Exactly,
1: yeah. So you got a guy with no teeth that can't talk. They just had his face burned off, half his face burned off. And he's just like, he's like gargling and screaming as he runs down. Yeah. The, it's so great. Yeah. It's like you empathize with him immediately yeah. at that yeah. point. Just like his life has gone to shreds. Um, so this is where uh, Winslow goes to the paradise and assembles his costume. But it's, it's a first person shot of him walking through. Mm-hmm. You get kind of a Darth Vader breathing uh, mm-hmm. contraption thing going on. and It's people. a really cool sequence. Yeah, it's uh, great. With the Paradise opening and him going. And,
2: and
0: He's backstage and all these women are back there and mm-hmm. no one really sees him. He kind of slips by everyone and they're singing. They're s- still practicing still his practicing, music in yeah. the hallways and mm-hmm. yeah, he goes into some dressing room. And, and sk- he finds the iconic costume.
2: The he iconic so costume. Cool. The helmet cool. and the cape.
1: And yeah, all that yes. stuff. It's so cool. If I was ever gonna be a superhero, no, it's on awesome. my I feel like, yeah,
0: I feel like I'd wanna go one Halloween, but actually nobody would know what I the, was. So,
2: so Paul Williams, the most recent thing he did was he, he was on the Daft Punk album, right? Yeah. Um, and you want to Grammy for that and nice. all that stuff because everyone did. And but Daft Punk's they're they're heavily influenced their look by the Phantom of the Paradise yeah. helmet, which is why that. they even contacted Paul Williams in the first place to be on that album. Yeah. Nice. Like they've gone on record and they're like, we wouldn't be who we are without that movie. Yeah.
0: Um, wow. so
2: That's Daft cool. Punk and the other two people that like are obsessed with this movie they are famous are Gilmore del Toro, does yeah. this movie, oh, yeah. and then the other one is Edgar Wright.
1: Eggarite yeah. is like this movie is everything. I watched a really cool three-minute video of him on YouTube talking about yeah. his love for it and how he. There's a scene later where the Phantom's running down a hallway and it's just his yep. coat billowing, which well, is yeah, fantastic a fantastic shot. yeah, he used yeah. that shot in Hot Fuzz. Uh, another thing that, and apparently, if if you go on YouTube or if you go on any social forum and look up this movie, there will be people who will say Griffith is that you. And apparently, Griffith is an anime character in this thing called Berserk, which is an anime and they heavily drew influence from him oh, really? so the first 20 youtube comments in any video you watch about this movie is just people that's saying crazy that. yeah hmm. so that's very get odd. that out there we i know that he was in an anime so you don't need to tell me <laughs> <laughs> um, don't email us about this stupid anime <laughs> don't say it's stupid gabe come on fine people have feelings I'm not a fan <laughs> so um, he has assembled- talked
0: about akira this week a lot and how We have differing opinions. Oh, I love Akira. Yeah,
1: but we won't talk about Akira right now. No. Um. So, so he assembles his costume. Winslow is now the Phantom. Mm -hmm. Um. And you know, you can really like his face is disfigured, so he has his mask and his voice is all messed up. So it's like perfect parallel. So he, um, this is where he places the bomb in one of the the props. Screen sequence. Yeah, the split screen sequence. So half of it is this ticking bomb in a prop that they use for the Juicy Fruits who are now the beach bums. Yeah. And it sounds just like a Beach Boys song. Oh my goodness. It sounds just like a Beach Boys Mm -hmm. song. And the other thing
2: that I I love this song because it's also Faust. Yeah, it's Faust. It's Faust, but as a Beach Boys song. And this is where I think out of everything, every song in the movie, this is the song that I think solidifies how genius Paul Williams is Mm -hmm. because he could take something that he already wrote and just change it enough to fit a different form entirely and yeah. still yeah. sound like both those things like authentically uh-huh. it's so impressive because it's, yeah. it's just like yeah this is what they would do they would yeah. take that beautiful Faust song and turn it into a song about like drag racing and yeah. like my transmission doesn't <laughs> yeah. work what, what does he say in the
1: beginning he's like life is all about carburetors <clears throat> man. <me." Yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's crazy <laughs> Yeah. so half of it is is the the shot is the car with the, the bomb in it and then half is is it Swan and his cronies watching it's Philbin Oh, it's Philbin, Philbin okay. like talking with the
2: girls. One of the girls doesn't want to be on. Blah blah. Oh yeah blah. yeah yeah. So they get yeah. him on, and then so we're watching the Beach Bums, and Philbin's mm-hmm. doing the girls on the car, and then the car moves out slowly, mm-hmm. and then we have a
1: boom, and then a boom.
0: And it's impressive too. I mean, because it is shot in real time, real time, yeah. both shots, yeah, two I mean, unbroken shots. Right. You can mm-hmm. see if someone steps out of frame, mm-hmm. and it, the camera going to the other thing, one. And so it's really, really great. It's really, really nice. Like yeah. it's for
2: and it's tension. It's great. It's very Hitchcockian too, because yeah. we put the bomb in, and we know the bomb's going to go off, and it's all yeah. just about those three minutes, knowing when's it going to be, when's it going to be, when's it going to mm-hmm. be. It's yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah, I recommend watching. It's on YouTube. The Touch of Evil scene. Um, it's so because a lot of those movies don't really. Get to me the same way a movie now can, just with the things we can do with effects. But it was so tense because they put he puts this bomb in the mm-hmm. back of a car and they drive through this town for three minutes, mm-hmm. and there's all these people around. You're like, when is it going to explode? Yeah. And it's so long, but it's really condensed here. Yeah, but it still has a similar effect. Yeah. Um. So Swan watches a film of the incident later. He has cameras everywhere so mm-hmm. he can see what's happening, and he sees the phantom. Yep. And the you know and scaffolding or whatever up, up top um, and so he went into a secret room he like yes. pulled a lever on a wall yeah, and a mirror, a mirror. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah. I had an editing issue here his clothing yeah. changes yes yes, yes. It drove me nuts yeah. yes and I, tr- I tried to justify it later because he goes back into his secret videotape yes. room and he's also wearing the same yes. outfit so anyway, the, the Juicy Fruits get blown up. I guess, right? They Do they die? I know yeah. they come back as another band. No, they're back yeah. later as the grave but, but are, diggers. But do we know that in the movie? Yeah. Uh, maybe. I, mean? I don't know. Maybe. So I thought it was odd that Swan had no reaction whatsoever to yeah. the bomb going off, but I didn't really realize at the time, like, which we haven't said who he is, but yeah. I, I was still wasn't sure about that. And mm-hmm. uh, he just kind of watches and then gets up and goes to his secret lair. He's in the secret lair reviewing the tape because somehow he has footage of right. it. And he's wearing like this black suit with a red cravat and like Mm -hmm. cool shirt. And then he steps out of the room and he's back into the yeah. So do you think that was a mistake or was that?
2: It's probably a mistake just because they have that shot later that they needed to use. But I also like to think of it like. I, that he, when he goes there, he has to put him on like his smoking yeah, jacket. That's this how is I ju- my I reviewing films. Yes, that's how I justify it. And mean. then I, I have to take it off again. I can only <laughs> that's
0: one yeah. time I can wear. It. It's his. <laughs> so it's his Satan room where he just yeah. sits and wears nice suits. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So he leaves the room, and the Phantom is waiting for him outside of his room. Uh. And Swan knows who he is. He knows mm-hmm. that he's Winslow. Um, and Swan says that he can make him a musician again but then the Phantom's like Wah, and he just kind of grumbles and runs away. And their interaction is so great because of how cavalier mm-hmm. uh, Paul Ames is about things.
2: Like, oh, Winslow, good to see you. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. been so long. He's I orchestrating can remake you,
1: day. Winslow. Yeah. I he's
2: can... like, oh, what is that terrible? Can, can you talk? Like, yeah. He's just so like ambivalent Flippant, and, which is yeah. totally evil. Like, oh, it's yeah. totally yeah. manipulative yeah. and great.
1: This is where it becomes super clear that he knows exactly what he's doing through exactly the entire movie. You yeah.
0: don't yeah. want to kill Kill me wins, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. He does have like weird, kind of faux British, it's like, yeah, half, yeah, which is it's, really, it's menacing, really,
0: really good. Later in the movie, when he's mm-hmm. talking to himself, he has mm-hmm. two different accents, oh, It's right. really, really good, right, he's yeah. very good.
1: Um, so this is where Phoenix auditions for the music on stage, right? Um, and then a, a cool little moment is she sings, and then we cut back to a wide shot, and it has Swan in the left part mm-hmm. of the shot, and you just see. The Phantom's hand reaching and right. touch his shoulder. Yeah, well, so,
0: they've agreed at this point to work together. Yeah, right. They've agreed at this
1: point, so that yeah. that shows you that they're like they're on cahoots now, mm-hmm. and that the Phantom wants Phoenix to sing this song. It's a callback to the first shot
2: with Swan with his hands mm-hmm. and them in that True. part two. Hey, um, so it's a little r- roller reversal, but we know better. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah,
1: definitely. Um, so she's about to leave. She sings her song, but Swan gets her to stay. Um. I don't remember exactly what he says to her, but... He says, just, would you give me your voice. Ah, yes. Very Ursula. Yeah. Yes, yes. Would you <laughs> yes. give me your voice. Very. Which comes back again and again and again. Yeah.
2: And she sings this song, which is, like, pretty fun. Like, this is probably the most, like, 70s song, I I would think. Uh-huh. Like, it just... Like, it's not, like, crazy, but just, like, this feels like a Fleetwood Mac song or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, it just... And she she just the best dancing in this number.
0: Thank you for saying that because <laughs> yeah. she she has some very awkward <laughs> movements in this totally. movie. Every time she's performing, she has these goofy like hopping around, and I
2: when she like twirls at the end off, it's yeah. just like all right, super <laughs> weak, <weird." laughs> sell a girlfriend.
1: And yeah. <laughs> she walks it.
0: back on stage, and you're like, "What are you doing?" Uh,
1: like, it's like they had one take, and Brian De Palma was like, "Yeah, that'll do. All, all good. right, yeah, we we that, need that'll need worry. Do that. just go for it, Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Just go for it, <laughs> yeah. yeah." Um... So Swan says that he wants to talk to the Phantom now mm-hmm. that he's seen Phoenix. Um, and so this is, I think, the scene you were talking about earlier with the 360 shot, right? Where he... No, the
2: fir- 360 shot is actually when you first hear Faust. Oh, okay.
1: Going, that's um, the opening. Gotcha, the gotcha. This is
2: where the Paul Williams Faust comes in. Yeah. Because yeah. that's him singing as we're giving the Phantom a voice.
1: Yeah, so the, the Phantom places cantata and they're in this control room that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a custom-built... Uh, synthesizer that yeah. takes up an entire wall. Yeah. So that's a real studio. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's plugged into it, and Swan is in the mixing room, mm-hmm. EQing everything. And so his voice is changing in real time, and it goes from like the, his speaking voice, yeah, which is kind of gargle, this gargle, yeah, gargly, gruff kind of voice, to um, Paul Williams singing, yeah. and he says that it's the perfect voice, yeah, yeah. which is a <laughs> it's fun little, little yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: if he just plugs himself in, he'll be able to sing, yeah, but mm-hmm. it's a cool scene where oh, he's, really he's cool. mixing it live mm-hmm. and it just keeps changing and warping, and yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And I also want to say, like, um, the Phantoms. Performance now now that he's become the yeah. phantom. I feel like his performance was totally different and it's oh, yeah. very very good for yeah. sure very just Dark and serious yeah. and he does a lot of stuff with his mouth. It kind of looks like a like it's a got Lord... that black It's like a Lord on, of the Rings yeah. like orc mouth I mean like yeah. shows his teeth and his gums yeah. a lot yeah. Yeah. and
2: and the way one of my favorite things is of course one of the eyes is Destroyed so we don't see it, but the way that they have the other one with B. black all around but mm-hmm. it's uh-huh. so so big so bloodshot and white looking it's really that's always the
0: most discomforting thing for me. Yeah,
1: the way that he uses it too—he like yes. turns his head totally to the side and yes. like stares yeah. with that eye. Yeah, yeah. like he a definitely bird. Definitely has Marty
0: Feldman eye. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Yeah. But the, the way head. that you
2: can get a performance out of an eye is yeah. really impressive.
1: So much bird imagery too, because birds. Yeah, do that. they they look with one side. Yeah, and, and that comes again later. Yeah, in the I know, oh, nice. right? Hey, it's like they know what they're doing. I know. No. So. Um, so he gives him a voice box now that he carries with him mm-hmm. so he can talk and, and that's got that very like distorted sort of talking voice. Such a cool voice. But it's great. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, Swan wants him to stop haunting the paradise obviously and finish writing his cantata so Phoenix can sing it. Yeah. And so Swan gets him to sign this contract. And it's cool the, the way that it looks cuz it looks like it could be from Faust's yeah. time. Yeah. Like the scribing is very, mm-hmm. you know, I don't remember exactly when Faust was. 16th century I don't know I don't remember My dad I don't know yeah it, it, <laughs> it looks really old I'll just yeah. say that um, and then uh Phantom's gonna sign it and then Swan says This has
2: the best jokes. This yeah. is this is the moment where he's he's reads one of the clauses, and he's like the part of the first part oh, will not yeah. be oh, part yeah. of the part of the second part. He's like, What does that mean? And was <laughs> like, Well, that's a transportation clause. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to protect that's, you. Exactly. Oh, yeah it's just so great. great.
1: Yeah. Like I'm sure many people feel signing yes. contracts every day. And then we sign in blood. Yeah. So he he tries to sign it with a I think a, I said I got a regular pen or mm-hmm. something. And then uh Swan says, Oh Ink doesn't mean nothing to me. Made. Yeah. So he pricks his finger and some blood comes out, and then Winslow and, ups, signs it. And then Swan pricks his and does a stamp of his signature. Yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> awesome. That little moment is awesome. Yes. He's got the bloody Such finger a and He stamps
2: stamp. his own finger and then
0: stamps it in blood. Oh, my great. Gosh.
2: He has a stamp of his signature. So great.
1: Yeah. Yes. So this is where Phantom sold his soul yep. to the devil without knowing without knowing it, he was tricked so he's but just a word of advice if mm-hmm.
2: someone asks you to sign something in blood <laughs> just
1: don't <laughs> just say no <laughs> just walk away I don't please. think I've ever been asked <laughs> it's, it's happened to me in Chinatown twice and oh, I, I left week, so, oh man yeah. we'll never go back them. Uh so th- this at this point where Swan says he wants to make Phoenix a backup singer because he hates perfection in anyone but himself right
2: so, so we're in this like kind of Quasi-montage. So we've got yeah. the Phantom writing uh-huh. with that song playing in the background. And we've got that cool imagery with the clocks twirling and the candle going down. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Phoenix in, like, her little feathery, like, yes. robe yeah. that he's thinking about. And then we go to that sequence, which is another great shot yeah. of of Swan auditioning singers. That desk is awesome. It's That's a, a vinyl. That was the so coolest cool. sequence, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the middle. Yeah. yeah,
0: and it's just sort of showing his, like, power, I guess. Yes. Now we Now he's revealed to be who he is. He's sort of basically Satan- yeah, and he's in yeah. he's in this circular desk, and he's like, "No, I want it in this style." and, yep. he, and the lights come up on this person, and he has no. switches on his desk. Yeah, yeah. so that's...
2: we got so we got like a Fleetwood Mac kind of band, and then we have like a country singer, and then we've got yeah. like three cool black girls, and like uh. he doesn't like any of them. And one of the things I also like about that moment is because we're in this montage with the Phantom that's bookended this scene. Yeah, and we mm-hmm. have that song playing. The thing is called I think it's called Beauty and the Beast, the poem yeah. song, and that sequence. Where he's auditioning all the people is that same song, mm-hmm. but we hear it in all those different parts, and right. it's still, but we're still like in the montage, yeah. hearing the song at that point. It's so cool how well thought it's out that they're part
1: all is. good versions of the song. Exactly. Too. Yeah. It's crazy. Even the
2: country guy, like it all works. Yeah. Again, but then we get to, to the greatest character of the whole oh, movie
0: Beef the, introducing Garrett Graham yeah.
1: as the hilarious and beef. perfectly named yeah Thief. who basically Thief. could have been transported to rocky horror picture show Uh totally yeah totally. I, thank yeah. god he wasn't yeah <laughs> but oh. he he does this funny thing where he he just like strums his guitar and he's like, And, then he, <laughs> and like, then he like he pulls it so yeah his shoulders up he flexes oh. the, oh, now, here's Puts something like yeah. <laughs> yeah so funny so he funny. Is hilarious it's in great. this movie so this is where Swan talks to the press, and the the overlay we talked about earlier that's just hideous, mm-hmm. where it's this projection of the Death Records logo over what would have been the, the Swan, Swan Song logo, yeah. uh, and he's introducing um, beef to the press essentially, saying this is the 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 Paradise is going to reopen
2: after the bomb, yeah. the juicy fruits so everything in the past. Here's who's going to open it, mm-hmm. the future. Just beef. Yeah. And it's an amazing intro where he's in a coffin <laughs> and these three glam guys yeah. open it up for him. And now yeah. he comes and just snarls. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And he's covered in
1: glitter and his glam. hair is just.
2: He's got a skull and crossbones on yeah, his face. Yeah. He's got this beautiful Makeup perm. And, it's and wonderful. Yeah. Just,
1: his, he's got a beauty mark that's always changing. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's like a <laughs> clover at one point yeah. and then something else. And the know. best
2: thing, too, is that, and it, we now we've seen him twice and we still don't know what he sounds like. Yeah. yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Which is a great reveal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so
0: is he, I also had some issues here. Did did uh, Paul Williams just sort of magically create him using his his devil powers? Because, <laughs> <laughs> because he's, that's kind of how I took that scene when he's popping up all these different musical mm. acts. He's, he's like, poof, I'm creating this. Mm, no, they won't like it. Poof, I'm making this. Poof, oh, beef. This mm. is the future. But then later on in the movie, beef leaves and he's like I'm going home to Cincinnati right. to see yeah, my mom yeah, so right. I'm like oh maybe he was I think real. he's a real person I think he's real, okay. yeah. I think yeah. he's real but I like I think that idea though because that, yeah. that's how I took that scene I was like wait so maybe they were just all there yeah. in a the room auditioning or something yeah. But, yeah
1: yeah. Um. so and and Swan also says it's a pop cantata and that it's about an artist who sells his soul to the devil to become mm-hmm. a pop star
2: written by the late Winslow Lee the, late the Winslow only Leech. time yeah. that
1: he gives Winslow any credit yeah yeah. Meanwhile, right,
2: Winslow
0: is, which we we haven't really said, he's he's trapped in a room. He's writing, rewriting um, the whole thing. Being fed a diet of just of like pills, pills that do yeah, whatever drugs. to him and keep <laughs> him keep him quiet. And he's, mm-hmm.
2: he's oh, but oh, in that montage though is one of the best lines of the movie though, mm-hmm. which is when he gives Swan some new pages and he looks at it and he goes, "Tasty, Winslow." Tasty. Oh yeah, tasty, Winslow, tasty, <laughs> tasty. <laughs> that was a good one.
1: I'm gonna start incorporating "tasty" into my vocabulary. <laughs> tasty. Um. So Swan goes to the Phantom and asks him for the finished cantata, and then the Phantom is excited to hear Phoenix sing it. Mm-hmm. And she never will. Well, he will, but it's uh, it's sad at this point because he doesn't know what's happening. Um, He's asking how she is, yeah. and yeah, yeah. And Swan's then like, she's fine. she's, doing, night, she's yeah. doing wonderfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Swan comes back later. He gives him some pills, um, mm-hmm. and she just says, "Take it. It's good for you." And then he comes back later and the Phantom is just knocked out. Mm -hmm. And uh, he steals the cantata from Mm -hmm. him. And then he has these guys brick up
2: the entrance. So he's locked. Um, Boomza's locked.
1: barricaded in. And um, this is a really cool scene as well where the Phantom wakes up, realizes the cantata's gone, realizes he opens the door, he sees a brick Mm -hmm. wall in front Mm -hmm. of him and then he screams, that cool scream with his voice. I love it. Everyone hears it in the theater. And then beef is especially, especially uh, right, affected right, by it.
2: But but before that, we mm-hmm. have the scene of beef working on the cantata. Oh yeah, true, true. He can't. True. Yeah. And he can't sing it. He's yeah. like, this is scored for a chick. Yeah, he's speaking <laughs> yeah. voice. For That's the first exactly time, how he sounds. Which is, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And he's like, I'm not doing it in drag. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's got these like high heel boots on yeah. and all this stuff. So great. And and what this one's like? He's like he, he's like, yeah. change a couple bars, you know. Yeah, sing it how you want to, essentially. Yeah. It's like
0: only you can You can s- sing it better than any bitch. Than any she says that. You can sing it better than any bitch. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and uh, and but his singing voice is so hilarious. He it just is. kind of does this rock scream yeah. thing. Yeah. That's it's so great. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And then he does the
2: thing where he goes and he slips yes. and, he can't, and yeah. can't get up because his
1: boots are too. Oh, like, oh, man. Dude,
2: Who says I can't sing it? It's yeah. so I-, I loved it. That's I'm a just,
1: very good impersonation <laughs> of <one>, him by <laughs> I've seen the way. movie. Totally <laughs> yeah, that's that's an important scene. I and miss then that we one. have the
2: Phantom break out, and uh-huh. then we have Beef who's getting ready. Yeah. Um everyone's getting ready for opening night and Beef hears it and he comes out wearing the best belt in <laughs> yes. the history of cinema <laughs> yeah. that has
1: deer antlers on it. <laughs> the antler belts yeah. all around his waist. <laughs> like and goes,
2: what is that?"
0: <laughs> Very rock and roll. Yeah, here's the
1: scream. Yeah. Philbin just essentially tells like he he talks to Philbin about it and OP Philbin OP essentially PM tells him plays. like, "Hey, you yeah. know, don't worry about it." Yeah, He's also
0: doing a massive amounts of, of cocaine. cocaine. Yes. A lot of cocaine, Just yes. um,
1: Also made a big impression
2: on me as an eight-year-old. I was like, yeah. wow, that's a lot of drugs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How cool. Do we know what we use in, in films for snorting coke? Because they're really uh, doing I no it.
2: I did. I remember reading about it when... Something about it when they did Wolf of Wall Street sugar. and how like it eventually like it's it's totally like fine, but like they did so much of it that it eventually <laughs> did start to have like nosebleeds. Oh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. It's gotta yeah, be it couldn't be flour. It's gotta be like
1: some sort it's, of a sugar. It's a synthetic thing, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would worry me. I hate putting stuff on my nose though, so that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a different um, podcast. that yeah, I will also be guessing. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so Beef is scared, but he goes back to his room after talking to Philbin. And he takes a shower. And he takes a shower. <laughs> like, it's it's funny. He puts this, like... S- Shower, shower cap, cap on, on
0: soaping up and singing singing in the shower. it's funny
1: and then it cuts back to the brick wall that the phantom broke out of right. so you know he's coming for yeah, beef coming. Um, so he confronts him in the shower he pulls a knife and like cuts the curtain yes. open and we think so he's good. gonna stab we, him think yeah. he's gonna
0: psycho psycho beef and, and then <laughs> and <laughs> then the greatest
1: he puts a plunger, puts in, his a plunger in his mouth. he's like don't sing my song <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah it's
2: the image of a plunger going on
1: beef's face
2: and him yeah. sliding down yeah, and pe- <laughs> pinning him up against the wall oh my god Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen that as a kid and just busting out laughing. It's so, so
0: funny because he has this massive knife that yeah. slits the shower curtain slowly, and you're like, oh my gosh, he's, yep. this is going to get really it's gonna dark. He's psycho. We're going to do then it. He yeah. Plungers his no, face. No.
1: Very, very good uh, situational switch there. Yeah. But it cuts to outside, and people are waiting to uh, get into the venue. They're giving tickets to Philbin, and then Philbin spots Beef leaving the mm-hmm. venue. He's far away mm-hmm. on a, like a staircase from, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, 100 feet yards from them or whatever and so philbin makes the girl that he's with stay and take the tickets and he goes and then um this is where beef is trying to leave this is where he says that he's going home to cincinnati to his mom yeah. because their ghost is scary and this is
2: where my favorite line of the movie is yeah
1: it's my favorite line of the movie where she goes give it to philbin,
2: there really is a phantom he was just <laughs> in my shower <laughs> there really is a phantom he's just in my shower that's he's, just such a great he's uh.
0: leaving yeah because the phantom says anyone who who Sings my music. Yeah. Anyone who tries dies. says so only he, for Phoenix. Yes. Yeah, he quotes him directly, and that's yeah. why he's leaving. And uh, Philbin's like, Philbin's like, here, well, here's some, take some drugs. Yeah. Like, no, that'll bring me down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he threatens
1: him, and so he stays to sing. I guess. Yep. Yep. Stays to it's, sing. So this is where the band who were the Beach Bummers. Maybe they're not. Maybe they died, and this is a new band. But like it's, the Undeads. Yeah, it's a triplet. They're, they're the Undeads, and they're playing a song and. It's such a cool the song is really good but the cool thing that they're like pulling these props out of the audience yeah. and mm-hmm. like there are these knives on the end of their guitars yeah. and their microphones where they're like basically cutting the audience yeah they're cutting arms off they're cutting legs off they're cutting heads they pull off pull a torso off of somebody yeah. pull a torso yeah. off but i mean
0: it's it's fake right it's, it's fake. part of the yeah. show yeah. 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 yeah but it's cool but it's a, so,
2: but the cool thing is that i mean this as a kid confused me because of how sometimes it was fake how they sometimes film it film yeah. real. Mm-hmm. like when they pull the torso off the guy that's a guy's face yeah like, the torso is being pulled back yeah. and then sometimes it's like that's a fake person and they cut the head off right, right. yeah but, like, it's so cool that, you know, at a rock show, you never really know what's yeah. real and what's
1: not real. Right? <laughs> right. right. So, totally. it's so great. Exactly. Uh, so, what they're doing Which is. Which happens
0: at the end of this movie when the audience is just totally into exactly. everything that's going on and they, they yep. have no idea.
1: 100%. So, what they're doing is they're getting these body parts to throw it into this. Human generator machine, which beef is in, you'll find out. Right. So it's basically it's a it's an homage to Frankenstein because yeah. he comes out with the the cuts on him like they've attached all his body parts together. So he he jumps out of this machine and he's wearing these red glittery shorts mm. that are cut off at the like the mid thigh. Like half a shirt, half a shirt. It, it, it looks it's like very he's showered in board. glitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Glam rock to the the nth degree. So he comes out and he starts playing his song, his killer song, so good. And we finally hear what he sounds like and he sounds really good. Um, And uh, this is where the Phantom is basically... I don't know where he got this lightning bolt from. Maybe it was a well, prop. No, it is because when yeah.
2: when, when they, they're making the Frankenstein monster, it
1: goes up and you see the oh, lightning oh, bolt okay. neon come in mm-hmm. and strike
2: it for him to come to life. So it's gotcha. that same prop that yeah. he finds. Yeah. So
1: he finds this prop. He's up in the rafters um, and he it's a neon lightning bolt and he's prepping it and Beef is singing a song. And then Phantom just launches the lightning bolt at him, yeah. and it fries him, which is such a funny it's scene. So where it's great. like the way they do the electrocution is hard really, to describe. It was really cool. Like I yeah. do yeah.
0: I, I haven't really ever seen it. in yeah. any any time like that, it was yeah. really cool. It's I don't like even know they, how they did just it. took
1: pictures of yeah. him like doing stuff, yeah. and kind of cut it all together really quickly and incorporates it, it into the song too. Because if yeah. you listen to
2: the soundtrack, you hear the electrocution happen, and that's how, mm. how the song ends. He hits a really high musically. note. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's really cool. Also.
2: Another great dance sequence mm-hmm. when he puts his guitar down and he <laughs> yeah, does <a> little, like <laughs> chicken dance, yeah, the prank. yeah, um, and the people go crazy. It's yeah. like his,
0: uh, he, he does a chicken. He dance, He does a chicken dance, right? And he, like kisses at the audience, <laughs> yes.
2: But also a good moment because he, you can see him looking around for the Phantom too when he's doing that. Yeah, he's oh, totally I didn't performing. Even that. Okay. Yeah, but like every now and then, he'll, he'll like break character because he's looking to make sure he's not oh, going to get killed. I need to watch um, this. It's again really again great. Today. Yeah.
1: yeah. So this is where Swan says. Phoenix you gotta go on because yep. Beef is dead because Beef
2: just burned up on stage he's, he's, in, a,
1: he's in a pile of a flame on the stage the crowd is screaming they love it Yeah, and then Philbin brings out a fire extinguisher yeah. and puts him out and then that's where Swan goes back and says Phoenix you gotta go on Beef is dead because uh, yeah. Yeah. you're not singing yeah so um, and this is where the Phantom <clears throat> chokes out a dude yep kills <laughs> yeah. a guy it definitely gets yeah. dark the spotlight uh, well, guy Yeah, <laughs> it,
0: it shows him up in the you know yeah. behind the audience and there's a guy on a spotlight and he just straight yeah. up yep. puts Choke, him in a wrestling chokes
1: hold him. chokes him out uh, he operates the spotlight. Phoenix comes on stage and sings. Um, I don't. Is it the Beauty and the Beast song again, or which? No, it's called Old Souls. Okay, yeah. So she sings the song. She kills it. That is
2: that is totally. She does kill it, but it's to- so tonally different from what the show was before. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the again when f- the first time seeing it. Because the crowd loves it and mm-hmm. they go crazy for it. And I remember being like, that's weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, if I was going to up. a rock show <laughs> and this girl came out and sang this nice, pretty love song, I don't think I would like it. Yeah. But yeah. I was thinking that, actually I was thinking about before this, this conversation, why does that moment work? And I think it's because actually I thought of Karen Carpenter. Mm-hmm. And okay. who, who Paul Ames had the relationship with um, from the Carpenters. And I was like, Karen Carpenter is so singular in her. There's only ever been one Karen Carpenter. Yeah. And when you hear that, no matter what you're listening to, you have to listen to Karen Carpenter. Mm-hmm. And while I don't think Jessica Harper's voice is Karen Carpenter, I think that's the moment that they're going for, right? Where you yeah. just hear somebody that yeah. is so perfect that no matter what you were listening to before, it just, like, enraptures you. And you yeah. have to, you just have to fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. Um, at the age of eight, it, bugged me but now I actually <laughs> really like and yeah, appreciate it's it and nice nice sings this ballad nice and everyone nice just goes
0: crazy for it you know yeah, and they're dead silent while she I mean they, they're they really into I know they're in singing. love with it yeah yeah,
1: it's great yeah. Um, so Swan says now he, about to amp up the movie, the movie yeah, yeah it's crazy. about to go 100 miles an hour yeah. now so uh, Swan says he wants Phoenix to record the cantata and that she'll perform it tomorrow so she he, Yeah, he wants her to record the entire part and that she'll perform and they'll go on tour and she's going to be famous.
2: And we get that moment with her where she says, Anything, just give me that crowd again. Yeah. The first one where we're like, Oh, she's got a little bit of that Mm -hmm. that starry eyed hunger in her, too. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's starting to get drunk on fame. And it it is kind of creepy just his influence over her because she keeps saying, I'll give you anything you want. And he Mm -hmm. asks her again, I just want your voice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh,
1: yeah. So he asked her to uh, meet him in his car outside. And then she's she's went back to her dressing room and then she's coming downstairs and she sees this horde of fans. And then she's like, well, I can't go out that way. So she sees the Phantom on a staircase, on a spiral Mm -hmm. staircase. He's got some roses for her. Got some roses. (laughs) So another throwback Mm -hmm. to uh, Phantom of the Opera. And she just goes with him and they go up on the roof. And uh, this is where the Phantom says, um, you know, that, he wants her to leave mm-hmm. and get away from it or he'll destroy her too is what mm-hmm. he says. And he says that he's
2: Winslow and she doesn't mm-hmm. believe him. And yeah. it's, and
0: th- this is as uh, beef is getting... Uh, carried into an yeah. ambulance, covered in a body bag, and he's yeah. like, basically, that's what that's what they're gonna do to you. Yeah. People of. were still cheering for. Yeah, 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 they're, they're like, like beep, going crazy. <laughs> and, yeah. and
2: Swan in his car says, "Like, look, then they've really been entertained." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so evil. Yeah, but that scene on the roof is pretty heartbreaking. Yeah, you're just like, girl, oh, just so leave sweet. Him. And yeah. he said, and,
0: and she's like, "Don't
1: hurt me." He's like, yeah. "I never hurt you." Yeah. yeah, And you're just like, oh man, yeah. poor Winslow. So she runs away from him, and this is. I think the most visually stunning part of the movie, in my opinion, is um, the phantom goes up on the roof of Swanage. Yes. And he there's like a... What would you call it? A, a skyline? A skyline. It's yeah. like the, yeah. the a
0: glass ceiling yeah, there's a big skylight. A yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And, and and Phantom looks through it. He can see Phoenix on the circular bed that we saw earlier, mm-hmm. and she's in some lingerie. Yeah, um, and then Swan They're like comes precoital, in. like about to, like, yeah, get into it. Mm-hmm. yeah, He's about to do something. And yeah. then Swan comes in. They sit down. They start kissing on each yeah. other. And then the Phoenix turns his head and looks in with that eye. Yeah, and it just the. The shot of from inside the room yeah. into the window of him just like staring through is like so jarring yeah. and so mm. awesome. I yeah. love that it's shot.
2: A, it's a really it's a really interesting sequence. One because it's it's very sexual, even yeah. though there's no sex happening. Right, it's very sexual right. between f- Phoenix and Swan. Mm-hmm. And again, that sort of like voyeurism that's happening with the phantom up there, with the rain coming down. Yeah. But then, like the dual voyeurism, where Swan sees him and turns on his camera while oh, Phoenix yeah. is like kissing on him, and he can watch the phantom it's watching so them. creepy. Yeah. Um, and it's so great. And mm-hmm. then we have the phantom plunging a knife into his Yeah, tries to kill himself. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's so just unsettling that because Swan. Knows the whole time yeah. that the Phantom is watching. Yes. And he sort of just gets this evil pleasure out of yes. like taunting him because he's sitting there, you know,
2: knowing that he has what he wants. Yeah, yeah. he
0: has Phoenix, and it's just, oh, it's just gross.
2: He's a
1: hundred steps ahead. And we've of got all the time.
2: song playing in the, back. the song that she sang that yes. made her a star. We yes, hear that song. So again. sad, and it's totally different now with yeah. this on top of it. Yeah, and it's
1: raining. <clears throat> Great scene. Yeah. So he stabs himself in the heart. And then Swan shows up and basically tells Phantom that he can't commit suicide on because of the terms of his contract. Right.
0: Didn't you read this section? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and this is where Phantom tries to stab Swan, but Swan also mentions that he's under contract, under contract, too. contract too. Yeah, oh, so, great. so great. he made a contract with the devil, but he is the devil at the same time. Well, yeah, well, that,
2: that's, that's the moment in the movie too because we don't really know any of this magic stuff has really happened. Like, mm, we have yeah. a sense of it. But when Winslow, like, wakes up, and then he
1: stabs Swan and he doesn't die and you're like, oh shit, yeah, something else is going yeah, on yeah, in Yeah. This. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so and he also basically tells him that they're linked together. So yeah. he's like, You can't die until I die. At, right. Right. Yeah. And if I die, then you're going to die because you tried to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the so, wound will improve, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they're they're bound together now. Right. Um, and this is where the Phantom goes back to the uh, the paradise, mm-hmm. or no? He goes back to the yeah, yeah. that's right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the paradise. It's okay, the, paradise.
0: It's the secret Satan room, secret Satan, the, room. the video yep. room.
1: Yeah, this is where he finds the video room, and he like he pulls out the, if you all the videos. Do <laughs> they say videotape? Just on Just videotape. Yeah, yeah, there's like hundred of them. They all say videotape. <laughs> yeah. He pulls yeah. the right one out. Um, it at, says contract. Oh, the it say contract. Pulls, like, in says one? contract. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he pulls the contract out. He puts the film in and he watches, and it's a scene of Swan in a tub. Younger. Younger. Yeah. Um. And he has a razor blade, and he's talking about how he's going to get old, and he can't stop it, so he wants to we die. See his suicide video. Yeah. Yeah. And he so can't,
0: he can't take getting ugly. old. He, yeah. Can't, yeah. he can't take old. getting old. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't
1: want to get old and ugly. But in this bathroom, there's a tub and there's a mirror. And then in the mirror, all of a sudden, awesome. the devil starts talking to him and awesome. says, You don't have to get in, old. His yeah, so in his, his reflection. Yeah. So he's talking to himself. Yeah. Which is great. So good. So good. But he, he basically, the devil tells him, Hey, you don't have to get old, sign this contract with me, and you can stay young forever. Yeah. Um, which he does. And the one, but the one stipulation is, is that the tape
2: that he's making. Uh, yeah is is like the way it's big this is what it becomes like picture dorian gray right yeah yeah keep the tape safe and uh-huh. you're safe but if the tape goes you go yeah but he mm-hmm. just left the tape in this unsecure <laughs> room <laughs> how convenient <It's> a secret <laughs> satan room dude but, and no one then, knows about but then it. we watch so that happens which is a great scene because mm-hmm. one i've always been impressed by actually how young poems looks, looks in that in he it. looks yeah. so much younger in yes. that yeah. than he does with the rest of the movie which is awesome um and then we have, then we watch the Phantom sign his contract again, and he realizes, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I did this too. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to live being recorded,
1: Phoenix signing her contract. Her contract. Yeah, he's like, Nuh. no, yeah. no, no, no. But he destroys the tape, correct? yes, burns so, it up. So the the contract is essentially void at this point. Right. For so
2: so Swan can be killed now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so the next scene is is the last in the movie. Um, but we are but there are a couple of other things that are happening while he's watching the tape. Which well, yeah, is, getting the yeah,
2: which is Swan talking about like. Um, so they're gonna change the ending of Faust, where she yeah. Faust <laughs> is gonna get the girl. So yeah. him and Phoenix are gonna get married on stage, right? Yes. And yeah. then before he destroys the tape, he see the Phantom sees another video, which is Swan planning to assassinate Phoenix on TV, mm-hmm.
0: live on TV, live yeah. on TV. For There's a guy like value. assembling
2: a sniper rifle. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. As they say, "Till death do us part" in the ceremony. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and Philbin is the Philbin, Philbin is, the, the
2: priest. The yeah. is the priest. The lackey is the priest. They're gonna <laughs> kill Phoenix on, and that like sends the Phantom off. Yeah,
1: he's gotta save Phoenix. because yep. she's in trouble. Yeah. So he destroys the tape, and he goes to the stage of the paradise, and he sees where the person that's getting ready to snipe it's, uh, it's a camera shot from the sniper rifle mm-hmm. like the scope It's shows and it's honed in on phoenix's head yeah so a little bit of tension there and then the phoenix or not the phoenix the phantom uh stops the sniper from from killing right him, his, his, but he, that's where you have the
2: shot that edgar Wright's talking about where the yeah. phantom's running down the hall yeah because it's got the cape billowing yeah. brilliant shot and we've
1: got uh, the the stage
2: and all the crazy party that's happening. And one of the cool things is is Swan's wearing this mask, right? Yeah, yeah he yeah. he
0: has. I was gonna say he he has to appear on stage in a mask, but we don't really know why yet. It's like he, I think
2: it's because if he gets photographed, they'll show that he's old. Uh, I think that's part of it because uh, okay. gotcha. um, remember there's that is that other scene right before all this happens where they're going into the paradise and there's that old high school girlfriend of swans uh-huh. and yeah. she's like oh I, he doesn't look any different yeah. and if you see him he's trying to cover his face from the cameras yeah so he doesn't want to be photographed because I think that'll show that he's aged okay. gotcha. Um, gotcha it's something you have to infer. yeah yeah I I didn't didn't that yeah him, but I so he's wearing the right. mask um uh-huh.
1: and fed the Phantom is going to save Phoenix, yeah. Yeah, so he, he bumps the sniper rifle and it actually kills Philbin. Which is so crazy. <laughs> Which is very poetic. Yeah. And we've got
2: this music playing that's yeah. like really discombobulating. The editing is really fast and it's you really tense, feel yeah. like you you don't quite know what's going
1: on. It's really great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and so he, he Philbin dies and then you see a shot of the Phantom on This rope, and so he goes down on the rope and he pulls off uh swan's mask, swan's mask and he's got this hideous face of just like blood, blood and, and, and skin coming off yeah. and wet because I guess because his contract skin. is void, right? So he's he's now he's what old. he should be yep. or the yep. age he should be, yeah. Um, yeah, and so everything happens pretty rapid fire at that point, um, and then. Doesn't the the wound open up at that point? For no. So
2: what happens is, so he takes the mask off of Swan, and then Swan goes mm-hmm. and tries to choke Phoenix. He's like, yeah. "Your voice,
1: remember you promised
2: me your yeah, voice." Yeah, yeah. Um, and then what the Phantom does is, there's so all these girls are stuff like Swans dancing, mm-hmm. and he takes the head of one uh, of them, yeah. like the oh, yeah. headpiece that has like a like it's like a bird point bird beak and he goes and that's what he stabs Swan
1: with it's this like head piece yeah and other people stab him too yes there's like this one crazy
2: guy in the audience who sees what's going on he's like that looks cool yeah (laughs) it's so
1: creepy (laughs) interactive experience yeah
0: Yeah. they're like and the whole audience and the audience thinks it's part of the show so they're just totally on this weird like worship state of just this like yeah I don't know yeah. like this orgy basically yes. of just entertainment mm-hmm. yeah and-, and
2: so he stabs Swan and then his wound opens as soon as he starts to die he, the Phantom starts to die yeah and so while the other or the crazy crowd starts mm-hmm. to kill Swan because yeah. they think it's part of the show <laughs> Phoenix has like gone away and the Phantom is dying and he takes yeah. off his mask and we finally see him without his mask and it's yeah. very sad and he's crawling towards Phoenix and she's watching him and the music is slowing down and it's mm-hmm. very sad. And, and it,
0: then also that creepy guy gets down next to the fan mm-hmm. and is like crawling with him, yeah. watching him. And I'm yeah. like, this dude is, yeah. is super into <laughs> yeah. it. He thinks it's all, yeah. Part and, of the show. And then Phoenix doesn't quite know what's going on. There's
2: so much that's happening. Swan is trying to kill her and now he's dying and now there's this other guy and she's watching Winslow crawl to her and she slowly realizes, oh my gosh, that is Winslow. Winslow. Mm-hmm. And that realization on her face and then she finally goes to him and he's died and she holds him. Um, and then we have that great,
0: Beautiful shot.
2: Wide shot of the craziness of the crowd. There's even yeah. someone who's picked up the Phantom's mask and put it on. <laughs> yeah, look yeah, at yeah, it. yeah. I saw that. <laughs> uh, which is it's crazy. like a bird's eye shot directly yeah. above and it just zooms yeah.
0: out with her like, pro- like Pocahontas style yeah. like, protecting him. Yeah, And the audience is just raging all around them. And yeah. it's so sad. It's yeah. just like, which, yeah. It
2: it's, is. It's, it's tragic. It's, great. it's yeah. tragic. But like, it's also very 70s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And then the credits roll. Mm-hmm. That's it. Great movie. Great In movie. In the credits,
2: too, mm-hmm. um, you have all those great you have a great song, yeah. the hell of it, the last great song in the movie, um, and you have all those shots of all the people to remind you who they are. Uh-huh. Um, but also, one of the onset costume people for the movie was Sissy Spacek. Oh nice. yeah, yeah, and that's where they met. Yeah, before this is did, right before, before Carrie. Carrie yeah, which is where they met.
1: Coal miner's daughter. A few years later. Yeah. So then she's. Yeah. On her way up. When her name pops up in the credits, you're like oh, <laughs> The Great The, Sissy. the great Sissy yeah. Spacek. Yeah. With a great name. Sissy yeah. Spacek. What a great yeah. name. Okay, so at this point, this is where we kind of just give our final thoughts and our rating. So yeah. we'll we'll go ahead and go first and then we'll let you yeah. ruminate on what, what exactly you want to say, even though I'm sure you know right. yeah, exactly no what you want So Apathetic. um do you wanna
0: go first or you want me to go first? Sure. What I'll go first. All right. Um I, I really Thank you, Roy. I really, really like this movie. Oh, good. Um, I thought I wasn't gonna like it, but I loved it. I love the style of the opening, just the which we talked about sort of, but we didn't actually go into it. But it's just this beautiful five six minute sequence, three sixty shot of Winslow at this piano, this emotional song. The lights are beautiful. The mirror, there's all these mirrors around him. It's just really, really neat. Um, The performances are all really good. The music is fantastic. The costumes, particularly the Phantom, are great. I think it's. I think this movie deserves a bigger following than Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. Personally, um, I I gave this. I, I don't know. I maybe this too conservative, but three point five deals with the devil out of five. <laughs> I was almost right. at. A, I was almost at a four, and I think it could. I don't know. Three point five or four. I don't yeah. know, I'll think about that. But okay, I loved it. Let me know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I felt the same way. I am so thankful to have seen this movie. Yeah. Um I'd heard rumblings of it before, but I'd never watched it. Um I do like Rocky Horror Picture Show and I think that this unfairly gets mm-hmm. placed beside it. I mean, not maybe unfairly. They're a year apart, so they're really close, but this is definitely a better movie. Yeah. I think Rocky Horror is a really cool experience. Yeah. In terms of um, you know, what they went on to do, like mm-hmm. with the the screenings they have and stuff. So Rocky Horror has its place. But I think this is a better movie. I think this has better music. It It is visually stunning. I love the way this movie looks. All the shots are gorgeous. My my, Like I said, my favorite shot on the roof, looking through the window with the rain. And it's just, it's so dramatic. There are so many things you could just pull from this movie and just like use it as your desktop background or something. Everything totally. is gorgeous. Um, and it was also just, it was a cohesive script. Everything worked well. It didn't take itself too seriously, which I really liked. Um, because I think Rocky Horror, for the most part, thinks it's a pretty like serious movie. Mm-hmm. More serious than this. This has like a, a lot of um, odd comedic moments that shouldn't really be comedic, but they are in the in this situation. Um, Paul Williams was incredible, even though he's not really known as an actor. I thought he was perfect in his part. Uh, Finley. Bill Finley? Mm-hmm. Um, he was amazing as well. Yeah, when I'm he turned sorry. into The Phantom, he was incredible. Yeah. Everyone, really across the board. Um, I'm going to be listening to the soundtrack for a long time. I think it's great. So I gave this, because I don't think it's a masterpiece, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I think it's a very, 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 very good movie. I give it 4.5 out of 5 famous horror references. Sweet. <laughs> Not a good one this week. I couldn't think of a good one. That's but. okay. That's
2: all right. That's fine. All right. Um. So... This the only this is one of the two movies I think I've seen the most times in my life. When you think mm-hmm. about what is that? What are those movies that you've seen more than anything else like this and um Annie Hall <laughs> oh, okay. are the two movies <laughs> that I've seen more than any other movie in my life. Mm-hmm. Um and like the great thing about being in L.A. is that they're, they're, th- this movie is very well known in L.A. Okay, and people yeah. really like it. I've gotten to see this movie twice on the big screen in L.A. Once was uh, in October last year at the New Beverly, which is cool. movie run by theater run by Quentin Tarantino. Oh, cool. Um, and it was on a double bill with the, the silent original family opera. Oh, cool. cool. That's so, awesome. And they're both on film. So yeah. we got to see that. That was All where right. I took my girlfriend for her first time to see it. I was like, we're going All to go right. see Family Paradise on the big <laughs> that's screen. How, that's how Have you to see it. Yeah. So we went to go see that. And then the other time that I saw on the big Dream* was a couple years before that at the Arclight Cinerama Dome, which is very famous on Hollywood cool. Boulevard, mm-hmm. for a uh, anniversary screening. And it was a packed house. And that theater's huge. And it afterwards, there was a Q&A with... The entire cast, and it was moderated oh, by Edgar cool. Wright. Wow. That's awesome. It was very cool and awesome. And Bill Finley had just died, and so it was all like in tribute to him. Yeah. Um, but like seeing like Jessica Harper and Paul Williams and um, the guy who plays Beef, I forget his name now, but all those yeah. guys up there talking about the movie and being like, and the movie was a flop when it came out. Yeah. Nobody liked the movie. Yeah. No mm-hmm. one got it. The only place that liked the movie. It was Winnipeg. Yeah, <laughs> Winnipeg. <laughs> All right. th- it played. It played for years in Winnipeg, and mm, to this years. day, they still have an annual festival called Phantom Palooza. That's so cool, In wow. Winnipeg. <laughs> for some reason, that's so weird. Winnipeg yeah. got Phantom of the Paradise, so Yeah, no yeah. One else did. Wow. All right. Um, so uh it's 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 an all-time fave for me it's on my top five of all time uh-huh. um so for me it's five out of five silver teeth all right Sorry. there you <laughs> go Silver yes. teeth. how's that
1: five out of five five man. out of five for five me awesome a five so cool good great stuff well like i said i'm so glad we got to talk about this movie um is there anything that you're working on that you want to plug or oh my gosh what no 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 no, no nothing right <laughs> now no, no you can follow me on twitter there yes. you go
2: at oh it's roy that's O H underscore it's Roy. Yeah. You're supposed to be read it like Oh, it's Roy. <laughs> That's what it is. I like it. Also on Letterboxd, you guys on Letterboxd? No. You guys should no. you should do Letterboxd, you know what that is? No. It's like Goodreads, but for movies. Oh, okay. So you can rate oh. and you can write reviews. Nice. So you should do a rewind cinema okay. one and we you should do one yourselves. Maybe yeah, you yeah. It's awesome. Maybe That's cool. Should. I log everything I watch. I wo- everything I watch uh, it's on there. Letterbox. Letterboxd. Right. Letterboxd. Yeah. Okay.
0: Maybe we can link it with our L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X
2: D. No e. e. All right. Just yeah. D. Yeah.
0: It's
1: heard awesome. of it. I've heard of it. Thanks for the uh reference there. Yeah. i never heard of it. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, um you guys, have anything else to say? Thank you for
2: letting me come and be on this. Of was course, so much fun. Yes. yeah, yeah. We're to talk about this movie and to see y'all. We were yeah. thrilled to have you. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, say so hi well, to the wives. We will. we will. I was in love with both of them at one point in my life. So good job, guys. <laughs> hey. Everybody is.
1: You know, <laughs> okay. sometimes you luck out. You know, you did. There <laughs> you go. There <laughs> you go. Yeah, <laughs> the dating up thing. Please exactly remember that. Exactly,
0: yeah, we're all very fortunate. Yeah. Now,
1: did you have anything else to add, Gabriel?
0: No, I don't think so. I'm just really happy we got to hang yeah, out. Yeah, this great, guys. Yeah, so.
1: Okay, well, um, you can find us on Twitter at Rewind Cinema Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Rewind Cinema Pod. Gmail Rewind Cinema Podcast. Send us feedback. Send us anything you have. Like we just want to talk to you guys. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, uh, be
0: sure to submit those ratings on iTunes. They're yes. wonderfully beautiful and helpful. A great and, help. Um,
1: it takes yeah. five minutes to make an iTunes profile. I promise it doesn't take long at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the music was provided by Natural Anthem. You can find them at naturalanthem.net. It has links to all of their social media. Until next time, Gabriel, Watch watch more movies.